This episode is brought to you by Fetch. Fetch is a kennel alternative right here in Denver, not a traditional doggy daycare or boarding school. They offer one-on-one private pet care for all kinds of pets, both furry and non-furry. And their employees are experienced, insured, bonded, and background checked. So you can rest easy knowing your pet is in good hands. Basically, they know pets. Um, I used to watch a Burmese mountain dog named Sven, who was just like walking a polar bear. It was insane. (laughs) Fetch offers pet sitting, dog walking, pet taxi, medication administration, and more. And he hated going on walks. I could like walk him around the block and then he was like, he just like to lay in the bathtub. So if you're looking for high quality pet care you can trust, check out Fetch at northdenver.fetchpetcare.com. That's northdenver.fetchpetcare.com. Today on CityCast Denver. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yeah! Make some noise for free days! Let's go! No one knows how to get Nuggets Nation pumped quite like Kyle Speller. And boy, do they need it this week. The Nuggets are taking on Kevin Durant, a.k.a. KD, and the Phoenix Suns. And they've never had a better shot at the championship, ever. So, let's get pumped with the man himself, 18-season veteran ballerina announcer, Kyle Speller! Today is Monday, May 1st. I'm Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. Speller, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. So Kyle, it's your job to get 20,000 Nuggets fans at Ball Arena psyched mm-hmm. at every single game. And that's like dozens mm-hmm. of times a year. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get pumped before every game? Oh, that for me, it's easy because I'm a fan. Uh, I grew up here. I've been a fan since uh, about the fifth grade. And so it's very easy for me. Uh, that's, it's not only, yeah, what I do, it's just, I'm, I just want to win. I've, I've, I'm a competitor and I want to win every single game. And, and so even though I'm announcing the game, sometimes I feel like I'm coaching as well <laughs> in, in, my, in the depths of my mind anyway. And so, but yeah, I, I just want to win. I think you're kind of coaching the audience sometimes, right? Mm, yeah. That, like you're leading that us on. to be excited just trying to make sure we are all in one accord yeah I, I think there's there's power in numbers and and just in the energy in our building the strength in in our building uh just when we are all together on one accord one same page it, it's a it's a powerful force for any team to to have to walk into not to mention the the altitude <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about these these last few games where we're sold out, right? That's mm-hmm. 20,000 people. What mm-hmm. is that energy like for you as somebody who works in this building? That's your workplace. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's it's kind of indescribable. Like uh, a few weeks ago we had uh, a gentleman that won a contest to to do the player introductions and I know he was nervous and everything. But, you know, before everyone got there, it was just kind of quiet and he was just kind of, you know, he had the jitter, jitters and I said, "Just wait." until all 20,000 are here and you do this introduction and what you feel, 
it's nothing like you're ever going to feel ever again unless you get this opportunity in. And it's like I said, it's just indescribable. I, I just love it when we're all together. I love it when they elevate and we all escalate together. I know the team uh, uh, feels that as well. And and, and uh, it's just it's it's an amazing rush that uh, you could say addictive, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I I I just love it. Like, do you talk to Jokic and, and Murray beforehand I, or even during the during these moments when you're on the floor with them? No. Well, not in that capacity, not as announcer, just as I'm I'm Kyle and, and been here and, and we we just know each other you know, in that way. Um, I'm also the team chaplain as well. And so that kind of gives me a different dynamic and a different connection with a few of the guys as well. But but for like Jokic and, 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 and Jamal and they, they've just I've been here the entire time they've been here and uh, I've been here actually longer than, than yeah. they've been here. And we just have just that, that, that bond or whatever that we have. It's not anything that's super intense or anything like that, but as far as uh, coordinating anything, nope, no. I, I don't coordinate, any, coordinate anything with, with any of them. Uh, not, not necessarily every now and then someone will throw something my way, uh, but that rarely happens. But I do know when I, they like it, and uh, I do know when they don't like it. <laughs> like so. if you like don't like, like if you give them a nickname or you say something, like what mm-hmm. what would be? How do you make sure you're on that page? I'll with give them? you an example. So for one, um, uh, Joker. There was uh, which movie was it? Was I, it might have been Suicide Squad or whatever? They had a Joker in there, and so whenever the Joker came on the scene, there was that sinister laugh. That ah ah. Ah, ah, ah. And so when Joker was checking in the game, I had just seen that movie. I decided to go, ah, 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 ah. And he didn't like it. <laughs> and so I only did, ah, ah, a couple times. <laughs> and that was it. And and so I only did it, yeah, that, that one game. And, and uh, I got, you know, I, I, I found out, yeah, he didn't, he didn't like that one. So we let that one go. I thought it'd been cool though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes you don't know what's going to stick, right? You don't totally know the don't. nicknames, you know, I think mm-hmm. about like uncle Jeff or, yep, yep. you know, I try things uh, quite often. Um, and some things stick and some things have been, you know, they, they've been here the entire time and then some things haven't. And so you just move on and, and kind of go from there. It's wild. I'm now thinking like these are your coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys are your coworkers. <laughs> with 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 uh, they they give me performance reviews. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there one that you love? Like, is there a nickname you love to announce, or something that you just enjoy saying every time, mm-hmm. no matter how many times you've had to say it? I mean, for me, it kind of it it has evolved through yeah. the years, and so. When I came to the team, I uh, one of the things you know, I loved going to Bronco games, Broncos games, and uh, and I loved um, when the crowd. The, it's the call and response. You know, the the pass is incomplete, and and that's been a staple in Mile High for years. And and so I said when I got this role, I, I wanted to bring that type of a dynamic to 
our arena where there's a call and response. And, and so we have several of those, but I those was, are always my favorites. <laughs> that's what I wanted to ask you about, because there is one that I find particularly funny for my age, because mm-hmm. it's like a club anthem for me is uh-huh. like to the window, to that, the wall. <laughs> yes. And that just happened this really? year. That This was uh, the first year. Uh, and I forget how it happened. A lot of times it's just something that's inspired, like pause our DJ. He may be playing a song and I'm like, oh, I like that hook. I'm going to try it with our crowd. But I think I was watching SportsCenter and I think I heard like one of the sportscasters or something say it one time. And I said, hmm, I like that. And I'm going to try it. And and so I, I, I just did it. And the very first time I did it, I could hear a few people. I, you, you can't hear everyone, but when, except for when everyone's all together, you, you, it's clear. But but uh, when when it's just a few people, it's harder to hear. But I could hear them say to the wall, and like I, you just announced to the window and saw what would right, come back to you. Someone scores a basket off the you know a, a bank shot off the glass is what it is, and and I'm just saying to the window, the shots off the window, and yeah, to the window. And I, I, I've sang in, I've sung in, in choirs uh, growing up, and so I can, I don't, I don't sing solo, <laughs> but I can sing in the choir, and so I can hold a note, and and so with that particular one, I just threw out, you know, to the wind, and I just started singing, and the crowd picked <laughs> up on that one. Because now it's like there's a graphic that comes yes. up, and like you know what I mean? It's coordinated now. Everybody knows. They call them Kyleisms now, and so <laughs> with different little things that I do or whatever, if it sticks, then they'll they'll create spider effects for them, and and yeah, with the graphic as well, and and have fun with it and we're just all just having a ball with it uh, speaking of the singing part i mm-hmm. also have to say i love when you do teddy's jam oh yeah by a guy <laughs> yes will you do will you just do it oh yeah okay. jam oh jam jam Yo, kids, jam for me. <laughs> <laughs> How did you pick that? Just oh, that was one of my favorite songs. It's a great song. Uh, that's that that song right there is one of the ones that kind of defines my high school years. Yeah. I, I remember uh, my, my like my senior year in high school. I was a senior, but my best friend and brother he was uh, a freshman at but CU Boulder, and so I would be going up there to the frat parties and all that, and and we would be playing that song all the way and and so that's one it's 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 just been one of my favorite songs jam oh jam jam titty jam for me this could be a big moment for us as a city Mm. as a team um you've been announcing for the nuggets for 16 seasons no this is this is my 18th 18th season yes yes what would it mean for you personally if they they went all the way well it's not that i haven't thought about it a time or two (laughs) i just to be able to to finally uh see that come to fruition oh wow i i don't even know i i can't even can't even describe my feelings. I, I, I've kind of pictured that day in my mind and what it would be like to be on the microphone. I, I hope I would hold it all together. I'm a kind of an emotional <laughs> dude. And, and so, you know, I, who, who knows? I just know that. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to get too hopeful, but also like feeling yeah, really. Exactly. I'm just, I'm, I'm taking, I know what, what it is. I know that this year, um, more than any other year, 
we can it's do possible. it. It is very possible. And I thought we missed an opportunity um, back in, oh, I forget which year that was with Chauncey and, and those guys. I, I, I felt like that was our, that, that was, was the other time when it was close. But this year to finally break through, uh, when the Avs did it again last year, I was like, oh man, I want that so bad. Huh? I want to be a part of a parade. <laughs> and, and here we go. Um, so I, I, this is a unique career that you have. This job that you have is mm-hmm. there's not very many people in the world that do what you do. Right, 29 um, others. <laughs> what, was your, what does your career path look like to get here, Kyle? So for me, I, I can't take credit for it at all. I, I'm a I'm a believe I'm a, a man of faith, and I just say it was just all God that opened this door for me. Uh, my path to get here actually started in prison, and so no, I wasn't incarcerated. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I was a part of a basketball team, and we played all over the state. We played against all the prisons, and it was a prison ministry uh, basketball team. And what I would do is I would go in and in order to kind of encourage the inmates um, before our games, I would just do the player introductions. Little did I know that was kind of my training ground for this and, and, and that led to this. And, and so even I'll speak to young people, I always tell them, you know, be faithful with little things and little assignments because you never know when those little insignificant assignments can turn into the training announcing to... before 20,000 fans. Yeah, exactly. I would not have guessed that's how it started, but mm-hmm. I, I love that point that we don't sometimes know where that little mm-hmm. thing is going to take us mm-hmm. maybe 10, 20 years down the road. Right, right, right. So to wrap up, we've got to talk just really quickly. The Nuggets are taking on the Suns this mm-hmm. week. Do you have any predictions? Any thoughts? Who who could score the most? How far we're going to go? The, the, you know, the Suns scare me a little bit, to be honest with you. They're a really good team. Right. Actually, they don't scare me. Um, like I said, I really believe this is our – if if we're playing and we're healthy, we have the ability, the capability to do it all, to, to, to do it all. And so regarding the Suns, the thing that I'm looking forward to, I, I was scared about Minnesota, actually. Yeah. Because – it just it was it was it seemed like it was hard to get up for those guys. I don't they think were we're good. gonna have any problem getting up for KD and Devin Booker and Chris Paul. I don't think we're gonna have any problem. Those get, are the three I'm worried about. They have KD, I, but we'll we'll get up for them. I, yeah. Is what I mean. And and I'm I'm not taking any. KD is he's KD and Devin Booker. I've I remember when he first his rookie year. I was like whoa, and then to me Chris Paul is probably the greatest point guard. Um, one of the greatest of, of all time. Um, he's a leader uh, and I love leadership and, and he's a dog too. And and they've got a few, so it's going to be a challenge, but I know our team, we will rise to the occasion. We've been doing that. Oh yeah. This entire time. And so that's what makes me very optimistic about this series. I don't think that we'll see any sort of let down and you know any quarters off and those types of things and no now here we go it's our time here we go and so that's what i'm looking forward to i'm not going to make any predictions because i just don't do that (laughs) i'm just focused on saturday (laughs) yeah well kyle speller thank you so much thank you thank you for having me this was wonderful (laughs) great to meet you um can i ask you like the biggest dream of mine oh sure will you yell brie davies the way you yell nikola Jokic? 
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yeah, make some noise for Bree Davies, let's go! My husband's going to be so jealous. You're the best. Kyle, this was like such a dream interview for me. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Coffee at the Point. Owner Ryan Cobbins closed the popular Welton Street coffee shop for good back in January amid a nasty lawsuit with a former business partner. As we previously reported, that former partner, Matthew Burkett, was alleged to have been involved in several business deals gone wrong in the neighborhood. Now, according to the Denver Post, a Denver judge has ruled that Cobbins will have to pay Burkett a $45,000 settlement to resolve their dispute. At least one other lawsuit against Burkett is still outstanding. And finally, Colorado has new gun laws. After much debate at the Capitol, Governor Jared Polis signed four bills into law on Friday morning. According to the Colorado Sun, they strengthened the red flag law, raised the minimum purchasing age for firearms to 21, imposed a 72-hour waiting period on all gun purchases, and reduced barriers for people who want to sue the gun industry. While they couldn't agree to an assault weapons ban, the Democrats in power reportedly have one more gun bill expected to pass. It would ban ghost guns, which are guns made by 3D printers, and other unserialized firearms. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell Nuggets head coach Michael Malone about us. Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, by texting Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Um, my friend David, that's been on the show, David Casados, he does this whole he does this whole pretend thing because he was like he's not in the music scene at all, but he's just on the sidelines of it because I'm always talking about it and I always make him go to shows and like all these things he doesn't care about. So he has this whole fake persona of like a DIY person and he pretends he's like a Stevie Nicks style girl and his fake band is called Feather Tambourine and he like <laughs> he has a whole routine he does with it. It's so good. It kills me.